0: so griffin you have a a garage in your backyard that you don't have access to it's not well yeah um it's a it's not my backyard i have
1: a backyard backyard and then there's a fence thank christ separating the two units but then there's a garage unit with a a person living above it whom i have never met rachel says that she met him once but i think that's kind of like a ghost story so would the you only, say he's like the old man in Home Alone, essentially? He's a young man. He he looks oh. about my age. But here's what's weird: the only time I see him is when he walks like down our driveway to escape the the compound that we've uh, endangered him inside. Uh, and he he walks down, and I see him through the windows. And every here's what's crazy: every time I see him, he's wearing the same thing. What he's wearing he's wearing khakis with a long sleeve white Oxford. Shirt that looks like it's really big on him. It looks almost like a uh, like a linen like a shirt, like, like a chef's jacket. or but something But does it look like, like he's not, like
0: chilling, like like on the in the Caribbean? Uh, like, well, he. It's funny you mention that
1: because he is wearing some sort of fedora, and he's also wearing circular uh, sunglasses, sort of like the ones that the devil wears in Oh, uh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Okay. And this is no kidding. I've never seen him. I've seen him probably thirty times. Never seen him wearing anything else. It looks like he's a professional. John Hammond from Jurassic Park cosplayer. <laughs> That's what it sounds like.
0: Would you? So I, is your fiance? Does your fiance like has she physically touched him in any way?
1: She took the. Well, she better not have. What? But she was taking the trash around, and then she turned the corner, and like there he there he was. It and they was had a there. conversation. Mm-hmm. And and she said, "Hi, can you tell me what your name is and why you wear the same
0: clothes all the time?" And he said, "Dinosaurs." And then he spoke <laughs> backwards for a while. That's that
2: pretty, DNA. That's
0: frightening. So he could yeah. be a ghost. We're not ruling that out.
1: I think he is a ghost, and I think that he probably committed or was murdered in some horrible way while wearing a, a long Oxford shirt.
2: I don't know if this is true, but in Texas, people don't go to heaven. They just become ghosts, right?
1: That's true, yeah. because You yeah. know why? Because the, there ain't no... Heaven, like the the Lone Star State, the sure. stars are so big and bright.
3: All conversation between me and Griffin about ghosts are trademarks, my brother. Sorry, is that clarify <laughs> tax weapons, <laughs> Macro and I another the best game of the week.
2: Hi, my name is Chris Macroy, and I too played a game this week. Hi, my name is Chris Plant and I played those games. My name is Ross
0: Frostick and I bought the best game of the week.
3: Here on the Besties, we talk about the latest and greatest in gaming. We pit them against each other in a sort of mortal combat to find out which one reigns supreme. I still say that even though we don't do it. No, we really don't.
0: <laughs> This is, it's a vestige of our old format. This, this is
3: a vestige It's a vestigial uh, liner that I still do. Uh, <laughs> what's
2: the current? What's the current game of the week? Tell us, Chris. <laughs> so this week we're talking about Crisis Three, and a game that has a lot in common with that uh, Bit Trip Runner.
1: Have you guys noticed how like we do those pairing? Maybe it's just because that's just sort of the nature of the industry, and people don't want to put. Put their games up against direct competition, but we always do this very distinct. If if it was wine and cheese, it would be a very shitty pairing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It could. I'm not, I don't know enough about uh, wine, but you know, it could go well with cracker jacks. Yeah. yeah. You never uh, know, man.
1: Some, sometimes I like to take a like a dark, rich merlot and a box of cracker jacks. Yeah. And just go to town.
0: And I like them. to chuckle at the riddles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Those are fun. I love yeah. a good joke. Those, those, Time riddles does get fly. Way, those, those riddles get way funnier when you are double wine-fucked, when you are just slam-jammed. For sure,
3: Here on the Besties, we um, uh, do... Uh, I said that shit about games. Let's just <laughs> fucking rip into it. And Let's talk do Crisis. You go get a phone. You just want a phone. Talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com slash besties that's mintmobile.com slash besties cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details crisis three it, in crisis three here's the, here is the best way I can surmise the story thus far in every video game you are a man in a robotic cyber suit in crisis <laughs> 3 that they twist it by really getting rid of the last vestige of humanity or character and you are basically just a cyber suit now it's um, like, that, it's like the Jackie has,
0: Chan movie the tuxedo
3: yeah right except yes exactly except but that
0: had it, a man in the tuxedo yeah there's no man there's like a ghost basically he's like a
3: ghost in the machine if you will okay a ghost ex machina um named prophet uh is that his given it, name and he well it's dylan prophet <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh uh i mean it's inscrutable there were some aliens do you from know, a story do you know? perspective, there were some aliens. They were on Earth. Prophet merged with a guy named Alcatraz. Yeah.
0: So actually, I played Crisis 2, So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I know Me from too. Crisis two, and you could try to okay. pick it up from there. The events right. of Crisis two involve you playing as a guy named Alcatraz who's wearing this suit, and you're fighting against this corporation that's trying to do something with the aliens. Who cares? Sell. Yeah. Sure. Why not? And then at the end, the guy in the suit, Alcatraz, essentially dies. And Prophet takes over his whole body. And so... Prophet
2: was the hero from Crisis two. 1 who... Right. No, from Crisis or, 1 who right. blows his brains out at the beginning of Crisis 2.
0: Exactly. And then somehow manages, manages to come back because he's in he's been in the suit the whole time. And no one really thinks, oh, poor Alcatraz. You kind of got sucked up by this other guy who was already here. Like, bummer. And now I guess you're Prophet again.
2: Here, Here's the thing about Crisis in particularly crisis 3 is i think that god himself whatever the almighty being is he knows what the perfect video game would look like and he passed this down to the people at was this through a holy game of telephone so it was a pure when god had it it was a pure idea it was bible it got at that step point. by step it just it, it got more and more crazy they're like oh it takes place in manhattan no, it takes place in Manhattan in the future, and it's war torn, and it's covered in trees, and there are robots and aliens, and also maybe dinosaurs, and you dinosaurs. have powers. You have shield power, uh, but you also have invisible power, and you also have jump power. It's like every single thing that is the essential cliche video game has somehow been stuffed into this one uh, all encompassing thing. Yeah, that it it doesn't it doesn't need story because it's just pure pure crazy shooting madness. Okay, which doesn't make it really any good.
0: Well, important question because I feel like everyone thinks Crisis, uh, visually astounding. Is that still the case with Crisis Three?
3: Yes. Yeah, it looks really good.
0: It what, looks you so it on, Justin, are you Justin? Are you playing it on three sixty or PC?
3: I played it on three sixty actually. Great. Um, so we I have a some parody. I looked at some comparisons and. Uh, I, I am more personally, and this is a personal thing, but I'm personally more bothered by uh, frame rate than I am by, like, uh, effects and, and resolution yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, and, and looking at some of the video comparisons online, it looked like the 360, while not as, like, um, photorealistic as PC, was running at a consistent frame rate that I didn't have
2: to futz too much over. I um, have not had any of those problems on PC, but because yeah, you spent I am a ton apparently of money on your PC, like a minority. but no, I, I mean, I've heard problems coming from people who have much nicer PCs than I do. I don't know. What's great is Nvidia has that new program that does all the uh, figuring out of what settings you should use and custom settings for you, which everyone, of course, badmouth on the internet because heaven forbid you have any help with your PC. Right. Uh, but like I clicked okay on that and it pretty much set everything to high and it fiddled with the custom settings and it runs perfect I also the it?
3: game wasn't on Steam yet and so oh, I, yeah, didn't wanna, an Origin. Um, oh, I didn't want to buy it on Steam when it would be I didn't want to buy it on Origin when I could get it for free on Steam later, I so I do
1: not think I do not think I would know how to install a game onto my computer <laughs>
2: not if you <laughs> used Origin I'll oh, oh, certainly gosh. not use Origin
1: <laughs> Tell me so about the, the shoots. Tell me about the shoot. And if you've you never played a
3: crisis game, the uh, imagine, and this is gonna sound dismissive. You but have all the powers. About, imagine the most boring first-person shooter. You can't <laughs> like the most vanilla, boring. Like just the basic idea of a first-person shooter. I mean, basic, brass. Wolfenstein tats. 3D. Wolfenstein 3D. I mean, like the the most basic. But then, what if your dude had a button that gave him si- super armor? Had a button that. Turn them invisible. Cheats essentially. So it's a Cheats, basic FPS,
0: but you can hacks. cheat, and that's part of the game.
3: Yeah, right. So you can, and you can combine those powers in an interesting way. So you can sprint at super speeds and it's leap just, forward.
2: It's just short of God mode, then. It's yeah, slightly it's t- Todd mode. The, the problem with <laughs> Crisis Three so far is all of these. How much these, have you played, Chris? What? How much have you played? Mm, probably about like two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with it so far is one, a lot of that was just watching things uh, with the intro. But two, in Crisis 2, it had a lot of verticality. You were like going up and down through skyscrapers and broken, you know, highways and stuff. Mm
0: -hmm. And all
2: those powers are great. When you have, you know, a long uh, depth of field where you can look way into the distance and, you know, kind of figure out what you're going to use these powers for. You can, you know, kind of scale up above them and then drop down on them. but here, I don't know if it's because it's rendering such a crazy, elaborate world. There's a lot of flat surfaces, and the trick seems to be like, well, I guess I'll go invisible and go and punch him, or I'll just use the armor and like eat some bullets and then spit him back out. And I felt like that I kept getting in that scenario. Um, yeah, it, it's weird. I, I feel like
3: I, I've been playing it for about three hours, and uh, I feel like I haven't gotten a great handle on. How I like, uh, you'll enter into a scenario and you have a visor that you can scan um, to to get uh, sort of markers, Far Cry esque, Far Cry yeah three esque, uh, get markers for the enemies so you can keep track of them, which I like. I think that's cool. Um, so you'll do that and you'll create like sort of a plan of what you're gonna do. Um, the f- The field of view on enemies is crazy. They can see. If you drop cloak for a second, um, and you're a football field away,
1: you're gonna get spotted. Well, isn't that sort of a balance for the fact that you can, in fact, turn invisible?
3: Yeah, yeah, but it is. But like at the same, like you should at least know how far that vision cone goes. And and the frustrating thing is there's no, uh, there's a checkpoint system, but there's no way to restart at a checkpoint. So like if you say like I'm gonna attack this stealthily. And you get spotted by a dude, then you know you pretty you, much have to die. Yeah, you pretty much have to die, or or you know, um. So it I, seems like it seems like it's open ended, but there were a lot of times where I felt like I wasn't
2: doing it right. I guess I, I also wonder how much of those sort of problems with you know weird AI have to do with how much it's pushing out graphically, because this was kind of a problem that we saw with Far Cry Three too, where the enemies did all these crazy uh, tactics and would flank you and do all this fancy stuff on the PC where, you know, it had the extra horsepower and didn't have to worry just about the graphics. But on Xbox, they would just kind of run at a wall or run away or look down at the ground while you no, shot. No,
0: they did him. stuff on the Xbox version. Yeah.
2: Comparatively, it was... Oh, you're such a like...
0: snob. They were yeah, fine I'm... on the Xbox version.
2: Give yeah, a okay. PC for Says a the guy months. who did not play it on a PC. Um
3: i I uh, I think I'm now that I'm in like when I when you get in the hang of a scenario when you can kind of let go of the idea that like okay I'm gonna come up with a plan of attack and it's misleading i I, I wish it was more focused on sort of free form because um, if you have the opportunity for stealth, a lot of like dishonored is a good example of where you have the opportunity for stealth, but if it goes sideways, you don't necessarily feel like you've messed up. I mean you feel yeah. like okay time to convert my strategy and crisis does it feel that way i mean like every sort of uh cue that you have you have a voice saying get more reinforcements you have a, a light flashing red you have dudes filling the screen like every cue is you you messed up it really bad.
2: hurts coming out after far cry 3 and dishonored which i think are two of the best examples of that sort of gameplay where it's you know a borderline open world where you can create the strategy you want and know exactly what you're going to do before you do it and then see it play out
0: now i'm curious so how big are these environments that we're talking about are they would you say they're comparable to uh, crisis 2
2: it's the comparisons are weird they're bigger i'd say they're wider but they, they also just mix up. Like, the beginning of the game starts you in corridors, which if there's one thing Crisis as a game just shouldn't do is put yeah. you inside. It always struggles there. And th- that it decides to do that first off is, like, a bit of, you know, a sign that this isn't going to go as well as you'd hope. Um, but, it, it, but I, I do want to say it does look really good, especially after being at the PlayStation 4 event last night. Where I think it rivals, if not looks better than snob. everything we saw, it does. Here's I mean, outside of the tech demos, PC it looks snob. better. But
1: you were watching, you were watching it on some pretty shitty projectors or or on a stream.
2: That's like, true, but why why would those games look any better? I mean, no.
0: Here's here's the situation. There's no way the PS4 will ever outpower a PC because they need to sell it for four hundred dollars. They can't yeah. sell it for two thousand dollars. So they need to use current middle middle of the grant. Uh, middle ground hardware to make it you know a reasonable cost and the end result is yeah it's going to look comparable to high end PCs right now. now yeah essentially
1: um have you have you guys messed around with multiplayer that's the only exposure i've had to this game is
0: i played the uh I played the, the multiplayer hunter mode was it fun i really liked it yeah cuz i really did not like multiplayer in crisis 2 felt okay. really tacked did on it have kind the, of did it have the
1: the hunter mode no it didn't
0: it's basically like a predator or
1: like a flood flood mode in uh in halo where you have one player who can turn invisible and, and oh yeah hunting down the players and then everybody else is trying to hide and as you get killed you get transferred over to the that's other, fun to the other team um yeah it's it was it was super fun i mean it is basically exactly like zombie mode but um it felt more like a felt more like predator I dug that. I didn't play any of the the regular multiplayer though. I don't know. I was I was psyched for this game. I guess just based on the the positive impression I had of that that multiplayer mode. But from what I've heard, it just sounds kind of easy. Like it sounds like a super easy, kind of brainless shooter. Just I think they that.
0: relied like that's honestly been the case with all the Crisis games that they sort of rely on the fact that it's pushing the edges graphically. But the games themselves have been fine, but never spectacular. Certainly not the first one, which had a lot of problems. second one was just a fine shooter that looked really good.
3: I feel like they don't really go far enough with the powers. I wish that uh, it was a little more... Uh, a lot of the game is built around how you how you use the powers in conjunction with each other. I wish they were a little more slowly introduced. Hmm. Because it's, it's a little uh, daunting to suddenly have like... Oh, you have... Uh, you know, you have armor to think about. You have cloaking to think about. You have jumping to think about. Um, and it doesn't teach it—not teach. I mean, there's a training section you go through that teaches you how they they work. But I feel like if they introduced them a little slower, then you would be forced to um, make make them work, learn how they work together. You know, yeah. you, through repetition. Uh, and and I feel like throwing them all at you at once is just inviting you to come up with one. Sort of
0: strategy that, that works it. for you does, exactly. Just stick with that. Does it. the what? um is there a character advancement system where you're like earning skill points that kind, you're spending? Yeah, you
2: you can upgrade some powers and you can upgrade your weapons, but I mean that's been in all crisis games. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's like a weird. It's almost like I, I guess perks is a better way, and yeah. and it's got a uh, uh, you basically have a set of four that you can have equipped at any one time. Um, so you unlock new ones but it's all about finding a combination that works with your play style Uh, and I just wish it had been introduced in such a way that would let you sort of build that play style over a long period of time Uh, I mean like I got stuck on the first like one of the first large encounters that you have because I just had no idea of how to approach the situation I I mean you're pretty much
0: supposed to shoot the guys usually Yeah, I guess you just shoot them with bullets. Yeah, pretty much. I I should sometimes.
1: Can I? Sorry, I don't mean to. But sometimes arrows. Sometimes. Oh,
2: most of the time arrows. Once. Which are basically I I I guess
1: they're just ancient
2: bullets.
0: Yeah, arrows are getting big now. We got arrows in Tomb Raider. We got arrows in Crisis Three. I think Mm -hmm. arrows. Uh, Far Cry
2: Three. E3 last year. I think E3 this year is Civil Unrest. I think civil unrest. Civil oh yeah, so the government is watching arrow. you. State of emergency fight back. Check it. Well, we already uh, have
0: infamous. We already have bad. Uh, day well, I guess watchdogs. <laughs> watchdogs. Got we Got, post,
3: we got postal. Um,
1: let's. There's let's, a, I mean, let's talk about. Let's get to halftime because I feel wait, like this is what people were expecting the entire. Can episode. I say one yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Justin. Little,
3: one more thing. Uh, the bow. I actually want to make a point about the bow. Is you can use the bow stealthed, and it doesn't break stealth and that i think is a bad i think that's a bad scene because i think that that is begging that reinforces that like just stay cloaked thing yeah because then it's like you can hit a guy with a, uh, an arrow sneak over to his corpse uh get the air <laughs> pick the arrow up and then fire it at another guy it is like not inviting uh you to experiment with it it's like you're
1: making a blood museum yeah, and you're just exactly. collecting you're collecting a little bit from everybody in yeah. the same arrow.
3: But like, even, like, even if you don't kill that soldier, he's now got hepatitis. So oh. that, that's unfortunate.
0: Um, but, yeah, no, Griffin makes a good point. I'm sure a lot of people are waiting to listen to this halftime, which obviously there's only one thing we could possibly talk about, and that's this week's episode of Good Wife. What did you guys think?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that she decided to be a bad wife. I know. I know. Like, you
0: think in the title she'd like stick to being a good wife. Yeah.
2: RocketMoney.com/slash-besties.
1: Can we please talk about PS4? Yeah, fine. I think it's gonna get raw in here.
0: You think it's gonna get what? I think it's gonna get raw. I think it's gonna get nasty. Yeah, Yeah,
1: like Eddie Murphy. Let's just here. This is. I know we're all struggling to find a place to start. I would give it. I would give it like
0: a. I would give it like a seven point five. Are we talking about the presentation of the console? The presentation. Oh boy. So I feel pretty strongly about the presentation. Uh, I would say Just
1: a, just a numerical score Okay for now.
0: You just want a number? Yeah between Between zero and ten I'd give it a Five A five
2: What? Wow Chris plant? Is, Okay. I, I would I would give the presentation Like a nine Because they made A lot of A lot of lemonade Out of What I think was Mostly lemons In terms of what They had to offer There's a lot of A lot of Not substance And a lot of promises And big pie in the sky talk
0: Yeah Justin, what do you think?
3: I uh, I thought it was an interesting.
2: Just an I'm it. just a
3: number is really all I'm <laughs> yeah. 8. Eight.
0: F- eight. Eight eight. Eight point
3: eight. Reviewers tilt nine. <laughs> Fun factor. <laughs> Fun factor nine.
1: <laughs> awesome. I uh, no, uh, I really did like of, of I this is actually so I was around for the Wii U launch, obviously, but this is the first time that I I think I've been around for a an actual console announcement. And I think that compared to some of the other press conferences that I've gone to just for, you know, the the annual E3 um, bombast, like th- there was no point in the thing where I felt like embarrassed for the people that were on stage, which I can really only say for maybe a handful of press conferences I've ever gone to. So they had that going forward. Um, I-, I thought some of the games looked pretty dope. I think that they could have done a better job of sort of presenting what the console is capable of during those games especially during the first party games which really didn't do other than Killzone, which you know showed off some graphics like i wanted to see more about drive club's social functionality i wanted to see the share thing being mm-hmm. actually
0: used inside of a game i guess they did that for for NAC. i just I, I don't get this is what i don't get you've got a, an audience i was watching the stream numbers when it started of about two million people watching this feed and how you bring those two million people in is with a very dry first presentation followed by Mark Cerny, who goes on to talk about eight g g d r m m f ram and yeah. how the chip ar- architecture is better than the last chip architecture that's, and suddenly but that's, he- that's a it's huge, huge story, I understand, though. but who is it huge to it's yeah, huge I mean, to developers you have to,
1: you i don't have think to have a Knowledge of like how awful the cell technology was. I, yeah, I
0: also cover. You have, to, you have to
2: realize, Russ, the people who are actually tuning in to watch this probably care about. It. If, if you're like on a on a Wednesday night, like you know what I'm going to spend the night doing? Chris Plant, I'm I watching this have announcement.
0: Worked in the this industry. I've been writing about this industry for ten years, and I don't care about it. to, that, you know, I mean, to be that's honest,
2: kind of a, a problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you, you should. It doesn't. I mean, it's juicy. Right? I think it's it be sho- juicy.
0: I think it shows when. Clearly, I think everyone will agree that the uh, PS3, technically, if you put the specs down on paper, was more powerful than the 360. In the end, did that matter?
1: No. Folding it Folding at home?
0: Folding at home, precisely. <laughs> so clearly, people's lives were changed. But apart from that, two things I wanted to say. It's crazy to me that they started with like heavy, heavy tech stuff. And the second thing, crazy to me that they started with Knack. That's the yeah. very first game down where you're going to show is a game that A, does not look all that good it looks like it could probably run on a ps3 and b is like i mean as griffin said in the show last night what did you compare attack or uh, blinks the time cat blinks I mean, the time sweeper i'm sorry blinks Please. the time sweeper
3: I, I really uh i i think that the uh are it's an interesting point in history where if you're um, there were hundreds of thousands of people watching that stream at home And I don't think that web streaming, where it is right now, is capable of... I mean, like, the difference in fidelity between PS2 to PS3 versus PS3 to PS4. It's not the leap into the HD era that the PS3 was, so I don't think you're... you know, I I don't think it's going to be as obvious. I'll
1: put it put it this way from a streaming
0: perspective. Did it did watched... look amazing in the in the no event? no? But when I
1: watched when I was watching the U stream and I watched the the Killzone footage, um, it looked it looked fine. It looked obviously you know at least a little bit better than than games that are on the PS3 right now. When we got the direct feed trailer that I watched, it, it like fucking blew me away. It looks so much better. Yeah, I haven't seen okay, that it's, yet. It's crazy how much better it looks. Um, so I think that that's, that is hard to get across. And I, if I were them, I wouldn't have leaned quite so much on Check Out the Visuals. Because ultimately, the visuals aren't new. Like, we've been talking about this entire episode. Crisis 3 on a high-end PC, like, it already looks next-gen. Mm-hmm. What's, what's confusing is why they didn't show off some of the other um, social features. Why they, why they didn't have somebody on stage press the power button and then press it again to show how it flash starts and stops. Well, there's that's, no
0: power button to press.
1: Yeah. Right? I guess that's true, but that's still, like, that was the biggest feature for me, to be able to just, boop, done, boop,
2: back I gone. just wanted a game that the game itself looked like next-gen. Like, what you're actually doing in the game looks like something I cannot do right now.
0: I mean, I wouldn't say that Watch Dogs is that game, but I feel like that's the closest thing it's, we've it, seen it's to very a, quote, next-gen I, game.
2: I, I know I, I talk about this game endlessly, so I apologize, but I... I hooked up Just Cause 2 with like the maxed out and all this other jazz I know Russ hates me but I hooked it up to my TV and I was playing it on this large screen and realized I could see across this map that is like four times bigger than Grand Theft Auto and see specific places and fly to them and that to me was crazy in that it felt like something I definitely can't do on any console I I, I don't know I, I just don't understand why there isn't anything like that where it has that wow factor of how are they putting so much onto the screen at once? That's
0: how I felt with when I first saw Watchdogs at E three last year. That's how close. I felt. Was um, like I've never seen anything like this.
1: I don't know. The, the first party sh- certainly didn't show off what what I wanted to see, and even like even some of the third. But like Watchdogs was, I feel like the only actual like gameplay demonstration. And that, it wasn't that, even that as really good as me. that E three trailer. That's true. Yeah. It wasn't this.
3: I mean, we have you uh, uh, to.
1: This is, not me. this is not me coming down on the PS4 saying, ah, oh, the PS4. I, I actually, I did, I really did think it was a good presentation. It's just uh, I think that they could have they hit I, uh, I feel like they hit all the right notes but I feel like the most important thing that people want coming out of these things is the games. And with the console announcement, you have the unique opportunity to not only announce these games, but to use those games as an apparatus to showcase the features of the console. And I actually, I do think that they showed off, you know, a of the nine games that they showed off, none look like stinkers. You know what I mean? Like they yeah, all, it's a fine if those lineup. are, if those are like, it's not going to be this, but if, if those are the nine launch titles for the PS4, that's a fucking killer line.
3: But there's, yeah, it, it's no, th-
0: there's no system seller though. You should, you they, would say they
3: that. certainly didn't, and not just a system seller, because some of them will be system sellers. I, it's the, it's the idea that you, we didn't see a gameplay. Exp- it's what I Plant was saying. We didn't see that gameplay experience that, you
1: cannot have right now. Yeah, here's, like, here's what it didn't show. It didn't show the 3D camera working with the colored light on the, on the back of the controller that detects- Well, it didn't show anything apparently working.
2: It didn't, it, th- that's, that was the other problem, is, and that's why I'm very skeptical about these promises that they made. Is a, I would love to have seen them come out and say, here's how it works, here's the machine, and here's it actually doing some of these things. And with Sony, until I see that, I, I will not give them credit for any of these sure. ideas, because that's in their, all they are. In their defense, the presentation
1: was already two hours long, which, like, by the end of it, I had peed my pants twice. Like They had to, get, and they had to get out early. Like, the timing was so good yeah. that, like, I
3: can kind of understand why they wouldn't want to wait another two months till some of these plans are more concrete. And, like, as a teaser, I think it worked great. Like, I did, too. It, you know it got you thinking about it. I'll be thinking about it. Like I, first off, that controller, looks fucking out. That was my favorite part. That was and my f- controller looks, looks and great. That's not I can't a wait. that's not a petty thing. No. It's the reason I played big more deal. Super Nintendo games than Genesis games, and it's the reason I played more Xbox games than than PS3 games. Yep. I like the controllers better. I think and that the share. I think the share. Fucking
1: great. The share thing like may not seem like such a great idea, but like the more I think about it, the more I can see myself like using it. that.
2: Yeah. My my uh, my problem is when E three comes around or whenever Microsoft has their announcement now, they have a few very distinct advantages. Number one being whatever they have that's better than Sony, they can promote in that form. So it's we have this and it's this much better than yeah Sony. And also Microsoft loves spending that cash on exclusives. And they will come out and say, you know, we're the only ones who are offering you this, this and this. But at the same time, let me come out and
1: remind everybody, like I'm not, obviously not coming down on one side or the other. I'm just, I, I beg everybody who says like, okay, now let's wait for Microsoft to blow them out of the water. Let's remember those two or three Microsoft E3 press conferences they've done where like you come out expecting like Halo 5 and they come out like, you can make a koala bear dance with a connect boop. And it's the worst ever. Like I, I, I really, I'm genuinely worried that when they come out with next gen, <laughs> fucking an hour and a half of that presentation is going to be kudos to, no to making a, a a baby lamb jerk off with Connect. With the bottom two. of his like, shoe. <laughs> yeah, like oh. no joke. This is this is. We're here to talk to you about all the bowling live bowling streaming TV experience. Like I could not care less. Couldn't care less. I don't think that's what's gonna happen. No, but. they've
3: been doing that because they haven't.
1: They, they haven't, haven't had been anything able else to talk.
3: About. Yeah. To- yeah, they haven't been able to talk about the other. Did you catch when Mark Sarney was like, "I'm in. A- I've been in the game for five years. Like this is where I've been. <laughs> like I've been doing this. So yeah, like I can understand why they haven't. You know, the market hasn't. You know, yeah. they haven't had much to talk about it the other 360 but, shows because they're like, we can't tell you what we're doing. Right. But and I would, I would though. also
0: say that I think Microsoft, like we all scoff at the kudos shit. But that's the sort of stuff that gets in USA Today and yeah. whatever, the mainstream publications. And Microsoft, say what you will about their press conferences, knows how to reach out to the mainstream <laughs> audience and get them to write about their product, whereas yeah. this event last night was not no. a mainstream Do event. I think
1: the headline for that USA Today article would be like, Guy Fieri's brother shows off New Kinect <laughs> technology. <laughs> oh.
3: Can I talk oh. about Kudos to Noda for a second? Yeah. I edited a piece yesterday. No, let's not talk about this. Is this offensive? No, it's not. Uh, f- it was offensive to me. Tell me now. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I okay. Uh, Plant did this piece yesterday about why you should be careful about believing everything Sony says at a press conference, which is great. And in the in chat, he says, uh, "And remember that bit where Pseudo talked about uh, uh, Fight Night." And I, and I saw, (laughs) I clicked the video and I was like, it was Kudo Sonoda talking about, I said, oh, it must have been, I didn't even think about it, It must have just been a typo. And then I get into his piece and (laughs) Chris has twice in the piece named this gentleman Pseudo Kanoda T. (laughs) S
1: U D O alternate reality Kudo Sonoda.
3: <laughs> it really is like it was as if, if you were going to make like a parody film about Kudo Sonoda. That is the character you create is sudo Kunoda. You know what's
0: funny is that Chris Plant asked me how to spell that name yesterday, and I don't remember what I told him. This mother,
3: you t- no, it, no, this motherfucker. The and
2: then I Googled it, and there were a lot of results, including a Flickr stream of sudo Kunoda. There photos. was a guy. Yeah. He, I, saw, I
3: highlighted it in the in the article and wrote nope as a comment and then i go back to the article and it's still that way a half hour later and then i say to him directly i say hey pseudo kanoda is not a dude and he's like okay and then like 20 minutes later he comes back to me and says pseudo kanoda is the right spelling right (laughs) no and then when he puts the thing the article into our layout thing it still says Pseudo Like I had to go in there myself and hand change it. I was waiting for him to go back in. I'm like, well, that doesn't look right. Oh, Christopher, uh, it's a common mistake. I just googled it
1: and I got uh, Sudoku was was the answer that I got back. So, so uh,
3: yeah, Chris did make a great point in that piece. Though, like, <laughs> they there were many things in the PS3 reveal that were lies yeah. they were not <laughs> yeah. like it's not like they didn't come for wish and maybe that's why they were so general like chris what do you think was the worst i'm trying to think of like the
2: i think the two hd screens at oh, the same God, time yeah. in one of those screens not only could it be used to like play the game in like extra wide screen but it could run additional apps that would support the game like eight person video chat or something or it would like if you're driving this is where your actual dashboard would be and you could like turn on the radio or something so my
0: guess is that the one thing that's going to be like not really used at all is that um game streaming i don't think they'll be able to support that like oh you could stream your feed out to everyone at all times no way for every game i think it might be supported by a couple first party games and then no other developers will support it
2: also Ah. the whole vita what is it remote play what do they call it where you you can cross play or whatever remote Remote play play. what happened to that with the ps3 we heard about that it's It's a
1: goddamn like it's a fucking joke man i paid like i paid like five bucks to grab the little big planet cross controller dlc doesn't work just flat out doesn't work like it does not but
2: remember Lair? we were like told that so many games would do that years ago like okay. that, there are games. There are games time. that do that. There's I'm, a lot I'm of sure PSN. There are some games.
0: Yeah, Gu- guys. But, I have a quick challenge for you. Yeah. Okay, hit me. Within the next six months, name one Vita game that is coming out. One. One Vita game that is coming out in the next six months. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> that downloadable or retail?
0: anything. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was a trick question. <laughs> <sighs> oh
3: my god. Is that Wait a minute. This can't be right. Believable? I just checked a release schedule <laughs> and the next game listed for release on Vita <laughs> is April 30th. That can't be right.
0: And what game is it? This is Soul Sacrifice. This Soul console Sacrifice. has been out for over a Soul year. Soul Sacrifice is pretty big. It comes out in April and then what other game is coming out it, this console has been out for a year and there are literally i'm not even it's not a, a figurative thing literally no games coming out in the next two months
3: it's amazing I really i'm trying to think i'm i'm like looking i'm actually now i've like
0: and it uh, kills me because i love what? the
1: hardware i know and they, it kills me too. Like, it. i used to, my the way that i used to justify my purchase <laughs> this is the most fucked up thing ever but I used to be like well at least the 3DS doesn't have many games either but I don't know if you guys have watched the past like four Nintendo Directs when they've like we've got four Zelda games coming out <laughs> like they've actually been killing it lately I'm, I'm surprised I mean I'm not surprised they had they already spent two hours last night on a single console which they didn't even show like I don't think they could waste much time on the Vita but I am surprised that they
3: forget they, wasting man, time
0: during the press conference Put a press release i there's literally no games coming out
1: yeah
3: like well yeah okay yes you're right for the next few months if they get the one of the things they touched on last night was uh the idea of streaming your ps4 games to your ps vita and playing them which like first off that seems
0: weird because uh it's essentially what nintendo does now
3: well, yeah, it seems weird, though, because there are
0: two triggers
3: on... Well, the... it'll probably do
1: what the... Touch it won't screen. be pressure-sensitive, yeah. the triggers, but it'll probably do what the uh, PS1 classics do, I'll which side. is if you, you touch the left side of the rear pad for L2 and the right side of the rear pad for our, yeah,
2: R2. Okay. Guys, fresh, fresh is off here. MLB The Show, <laughs> Dead or Alive 5 Plus. Oh, port, And then in... Oh, my God. We're doing from uh, June twenty fifth. <laughs> is that this a, year? June this year? June June twenty fifth of this year. <laughs> a, a new Muramasa is coming out, and I love Muramasa. I'm actually excited oh, yeah. for that. Um, uh, Tearaway. That's I don't know if that has a release date. Guacamelee.
3: that'll come out soon. There's a Killzone in September. These aren't dated, but there's a. Okay,
0: few. it's. I just wanted to remind us all like what where the Vita is right now and where, how sad yeah, it is. Yeah,
3: it's a little weird um anyway should we let's uh talk about, let's talk with someone a little happier yeah uh, let's do runner it. runner oh
0: runner boy. two, two. bit trip we should bit trip runner two uh,
3: bit, well no it's it's bit trip presents runner two
0: oh you're you actually the light. full title is bit trip presents runner two future heaven exactly. and rhythm, future alien. Of rhythm alien alien future Re- legend of rhythm alien yes
3: future sex love sounds
0: yeah mm-hmm. uh i would also say before we get going that this features the triumphant return of one and only charles martinet yeah as, a, Super as an
1: announcer for the title of the game which you cannot skip thanks chuck thanks <laughs> chuck i love you like a brother but i don't want to <laughs> hear you every fucking time i turn the game on chuck
3: yeah uh yeah he does a great job uh that's the voice of Mario. Of he does
1: a great job keeping me from playing the game for 10 seconds. <laughs> uh
3: okay, so Bitcher Runner it, the the first Bitcher Runner is uh, sort of retro inspired. Uh I mean, it is a runner is the name of the the genre. Uh so so he's running from left to right and avoiding things.
0: Well, okay. The first one
3: the- is a very hard sort of uh unrelenting uh fast difficult platformer but it's more to it
0: than that it's not just a platformer the whole hook of it was the fact that it's a platformer with a like a rhythm game mashup so essentially every time you're jumping or sliding under something it's to the beat of the song that's playing in the background
3: right Mm -hmm. uh i don't like retro aesthetics uh very much at all so that was very it's very cool and happy for me to and uh reveal (laughs) exclusively (laughs) <laughs> it makes me happy that World Runner first. Two has a has a modern look because they spent some money on graphics. Three-dimensional, thanks. Yeah, they're three-dimensional Runner looks great. Uh, the environments are fantastic, uh, and the like, user
1: interface, uh, like the menus and and level oh, select, this, it's that's gorgeous. like fun
3: to navigate. Um, and the music is like when you get a good vibe going, the music gets so jovial. Uh, they, and triumphant You really feel like you're doing something Even though in the grand scheme of things It's not a yeah. No video game is a good use of your
0: Chris, time Chris Plant, how it, break it down for us uh, for if, you, if you're just coming to Runner 2 Because I feel like Justin might have jumped Sort of midway into the experience You can say first, he
2: jumped Slid and busted
0: You're first runner. arriving to Charles Martinet's BitTrip Runner presents Rhythm Alien Future <laughs> Tech 2 Times Devil's Cartel what would you say, like, how would you sort of, what's the elevator pitch for this game?
2: It is an endless runner in which you play as a black pylon. It's not an
0: endless runner. You well, fucked okay, up the it's, first okay, fucking line. It's, it's,
2: it's, it's a running game where you don't control the running. You're always, you're perpetually, it's a perpetual runner. There you go. Uh, and you have to jump, slide, or knock through obstacles, or sometimes all of those at the same time. Uh, and there are objects that you can collect to get high scores, uh, an alternate path you can take to unlock objects. Uh, it's very, very simple uh, but very difficult as you progress. Yeah, I, actually, I don't think it's,
0: it's... I was surprised at how... I didn't think... I thought it was simple because you start off and all you're worrying about is just jumping over stuff. But after the first so world, creepy. it really gets complicated.
1: Yeah. I actually... It, it took me a while to kind of get into it. My first problem was that I tried playing it on my MacBook Air. I put it on my Air. Control. It it looks fine. You do a, a controller helps, but it it looks fine on the it, Air. But I felt like bad. the frame rate is is not it's is bad. not ideal. Oh, it's I not, ran it's it. Not,
0: I'm on it's a not 2012 choppy. Air, and it ran fine for the record.
1: It's not it's not choppy or anything like that. But like it it falls behind just like a millisecond. And because everything does have sort of the rhythmic nature, mm. um, it it. it completely ruins it because sometimes there's like a quick sequence of four steps that you have to jump off and there was a level like i literally just couldn't get past on the air because yeah. i would have to time my jumps like a, a half beat ahead of time
0: and it, it like syncopation it.
1: Mm-hmm. but then i switched to my pc another thing i would say is that you should play it on the hardest difficulty because um it just—I feel like the music is is better and it's more rewarding. Like when I was playing on normal, whenever I would die, like right before a checkpoint, and have to play like the same thirty seconds over again, it was kind of a bummer. Yeah. But then once I turned the the heat up a little bit, it—I sort of got like, every time you die, it's like, oh, okay, so that's another thing in the pattern that I have to remember. And and uh, I th- see. I, I like it more rewarding.
2: I I I. I don't like the harder difficulty for that reason. I don't like games where I feel like I'm memorizing a pattern, like Simon, yeah. and I felt with this game on the normal difficulty, the first half was maybe a, a smidge too easy, but I felt like I was learning the language of it. In the review, I compared it to like learning how to read music, and yeah. by the end, the levels were much more difficult, but I kind of learned how to read that, and I could play through it, and maybe one or two or three goes. But it felt, like, just difficult enough that I was, like, right on the edge of my seat the entire way through. You could still be
0: reactionary.
2: Yeah, yeah. It felt like I was playing the game, not learning the game. I I sort of come at it
1: from the same way that I came at, like, Guitar Hero and Rock Band, where, like, I would would play on Expert just because, like, it was harder, but it it kind of—it just feels—the feel of it is better, and it feels more rewarding when you do get, like, a perfect— score and it feel i guess i could be talking about any difficulty setting for any game ever but i just got into more of a flow because when you're playing on the hardest difficulty there's no like stretches of the level where you're not doing anything like you are constantly jumping or sliding or jump sliding or dancing or blocking or kicking or or springboarding like you are you have to like channel these things together and when you get in like the groove like, I don't know, I just I couldn't get in the groove in the other difficulty setting.
0: Uh, on the higher difficulties, does that just essentially just increase the tempo? It
1: doesn't increase the tempo, it just increases... The you, objects. Like, every... If you think of, like, the level as being in, like, measures, like, every measure has four things in it. Like, there's just no, there's no rests. You are the, yeah, constantly, constantly doing Yeah, the example I ditch.
2: would give is in Super Easy, there's a gold token, and you have to jump up or you just couldn't like even like duck to hit it right Mm -hmm. In normal you have to duck to hit it and if you don't duck you'll run into some like obstacle that'll send you back to the beginning gotcha and in hard you slide under the obstacle and then the second you slide under it you jump and grab the token and then you immediately go back into a slide to grab or to hide from the next obstacle like so hard is like
0: aladdin essentially it's yeah, just
2: non. It, it's just nonstop. It's nonstop, it's, and it's like twitch. I mean, you have to really nail everything. But it's not
1: just twitch because I feel like that intimates that rhythm isn't a part of it. Because it oh, is well, like, like yeah. once you, once you get in the rhythm, you just it's just how quickly can your brain react? And like if you're into the rhythm, you know when to interpret, like when to use the button that you have interpreted is the button that you'll need to use to get past the obstacle or sure. or get the coin. Like it's it's just like quick muscle muscle memory and and yeah. when I say twitch I mean
2: how fast your fingers are actually moving yeah you're moving like a twitch
0: what I found cool was that so in the first level you're pretty much like getting down with the rhythm the second world it's more about like nailing the rhyme and then by the third world it's all about (laughs) bobsled time so that I found that really appealing
3: it's such a joy to play it's 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 very pleasant I do wish it was on the iPad
1: really
0: I don't know that they would be, be able to so. do the precision, like with swiping and stuff. I don't know that you'd have the same level of precision. I wouldn't do swiping. I would do virtual controls. Oh, and those are the worst.
1: Mm. Mm, Super, Crate Box is
3: a, Super Crate Box really turned me around on those. Cause I, I've, I've always loathed uh, virtual controls, and, and it, that worked really well. I think this
0: so. would be a great, uh, well, it figures. It would be a great Vita game. Um, oh, but yeah. bearing the Vita, it would be, uh, you know, I would say XBOA is a good option. Is it, it is well, coming I think out it's, on I XPOA, think it's XBLA, right? and PSN, yeah. So, I like, believe. if it's coming out on PSN, bring that shiz to PS Vita. We're
2: yeah. all starving over <laughs> here. Please,
0: we're starving um, dying for games.
2: <laughs> the other thing uh, I like about this game, though, is that it's a game that is inspired by retro games that doesn't just rip them off and leave it at that. And that's, like, a, a problem I've had in the past with some of these, uh... I would call them like retro wannabes. We're like, hey, we love Tapper and we loved Zelda and we loved this, so let's just do those. Kind of and, okay. And it has and, a
1: fun, it has a fun sense of humor to it too. That yeah. is not like cloying. It's yeah. like there's there's a pickle. There's like a, I don't know how to describe it. There's there's pickle just anthropomorphic. Anthropomorph- He's a man. Yeah, there's pickle. an anthropomorphic fancy pickle. And, like, he's just kind of chills in the background. Or you can play as him as a playable character. And he's character. drunk for like, some
0: reason. I don't get why he's drunk. Yeah.
1: it's But the game's not like, bacon!
0: Yeah. Get it? Like uh, Tonally, it, I think it, it feels a lot like Super Meat Boy. Uh, uh, even, even the gameplay, which goes to what Plant was saying, which was obviously inspired by classic gaming, but brings very much brings, like, modern sensibilities to the table.
1: Yeah. Also, I think Super Meat Boy is a playable character. He's in, like, the opening cinematic.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he's playable. He was playable in the first one.
1: Hmm. i wasn't able to unlock him so i don't know well maybe you need better skills do you need me to come over to your house and help you yes um what's up for next week
0: oh boy Um, uh
2: oh we know what's up for next week we do we're ahead of schedule we are talking about metal gear rising revengeance metal gear and we're gonna talk about proteus
3: oh man that's gonna be a combo that does not make me any friends <laughs> <laughs> you, you will not want to miss this one <laughs> you ever see one man take a dump on two men <laughs> cause it's gonna happen yeah I'm excited should be fun. nah it's pretty good just need some Move on. <laughs> look forward to that dude. <laughs> it catch it on, right now if you missed any of the playstation 4 news that we've been chatting about you can go to polygon.com and gobble it all up You'll find many features, collections of Information uh, Videos, all kinds of good stuff There's a new video series that we just kicked off today Or sorry, yesterday by the time you listen to this Called Good Cop, Bad Cop uh, Starring our own Russ Frustick and Chris Plant uh, They're sort of a, a new take on previews So make sure you check that out um, And uh, We hope you'll go to iTunes And review our podcast if you like it Uh, Maybe share with somebody. Subscribe to it would be amazing. Uh, And uh, make sure you join us again next Friday for the Besties. Shouldn't the world's best friends play the world's best games? Besties!